0: Welcome, friends. Lost here, and it's time for basically a podcast with Verbosity. Me again. Yep. All right. So, quick reasoning: Why is it Verb again so quickly? One is, who doesn't like Verb? Uh, the other one is, uh, like, eight people flaked on me. So, <laughs> Oof. go with someone reliable. Verb's reliable. So, also some companies. You're like, no, no. Go to hell. <laughs> they did not say also, the last part. they just like, no. Nope. I
1: just realized something. Yes. Yeah. This is technically a canon continuation because last time I was on, did weren't we talking about the Xbox? Oh, yeah, conference? we
0: were talking about Xbox. Yeah.
1: And the main topic for today is going to be the PlayStation one that happened yeah. last week. So, mm. canon.
0: There you go. All right. And then eventually, whenever Switch 2 comes up in a year or three, that'll be oh. the next verb episode. There you go. <laughs> that would be bad. It takes that long. So... Just overall impression just of the 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 PlayStation Five uh presentation, that whole thing. I think it was cool. fine. But what were you saying?
1: I was going to say, uh, uh, PlayStation and the TLDR, the conference, mm-hmm. PlayStation played it magnanimously well, considering that Xbox are splitting their stuff into two. The first one that we covered was all the third-party stuff. Their first-party big hitters are coming next month or end of this month.
0: Oh, so So PlayStation
1: me... just took all of their stuff and slapped it in the middle as like a giant counterpunch. Okay. And it worked.
0: Out. Hmm. So just remind me to get in contact with you again when that happens. Hmm. For sure. So that we talk about that again. It was only a third part. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at some point, PC gaming show happened and nobody nobody watched it. All I heard it was very cringy and then Nintendo hasn't done anything yet. They've, they've just been slowly putting things out. Like they put out Origami King and then today they put out Pokemon Snap. So Pokemon people mm. lost their minds right now. Because that's a game that- so That was a- hmm. Last one was I, on the I... sixty four.
1: Yeah, that was way before my time. So I didn't get the hype. But when I woke up this morning, mm. way after the show finished, I was looking at my phone, just like, what's oh, going on? i up. What is Pokemon Snap? And why are people freaking the hell out? <laughs> and then I start looking it up. It's 20 years old? What? Yeah. Why are people freaking out for a 20 year old game?
0: So they, they're making and a new then... one. Uh, I mean, okay, okay. Random thing from the PlayStation, going there real quick. Uh, when they showed Horizon Zero Dawn, people were like, all right, let's compare Pokemon Sword to Horizon Zero Dawn. it's like, look at the difference, graphically. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You forgot Breath of the Wild, apparently? And and now we've got this Pokemon Snap. They're like, all right, we'll compare this to this. <laughs> it looks so oh, yeah.
1: nice. <laughs> Next up, comparing Pokemon Snap to Fatal Frame.
0: Oh my god. It's just, um, it's really what you're going for with your graphics. And Horizon Zero Dawn, it's about the environment. So it better look nice. And it looks very nice. That reminds me, I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn 1 at some point. It's on PC now, I think, so I definitely have no excuse not uh, to check it it's out, It's coming. Coming, right. Coming. It's right. coming. So I eventually yeah, have no excuse not to check it out.
1: Yeah, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, and now Horizon Forbidden West, is they are not only great games in their own selves, they are PlayStation's primary technical showpiece. Mm. Like, in PlayStation 3, that was like Infamous Second Sun. PS4, okay. it ended, if you ever remembers the Infamous Second Sun game. I low-key <laughs> love that series. Um, then, like, for PS4, it was Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, Gorilla knocking it out of the park with their engine. There's a reason why the game that uses the same engine as that, the, uh, the Decimer engine, Death Stranding, looks so good. Mm. It's because they have that all of the groundwork in place, and now going to PS5, like, I, Gorilla games will do nothing but good things, I imagine, off that trailer, unless that was, like, Killzone 2 levels of bullshot. Oh, yeah. Which Shit. I don't think that... Ironically enough, Gorilla published Killzone, I think. Oh, no! They huh. technically have a history of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! They have a history of bullshots in their past.
0: Oh, concerns. Ooh. thing I just remembered... Awkward. I put this on for a reason. There we go. There, there. That's why I put it on. Because of the freaking PlayStation 5. For some reason, it's got Chad. It's got the Chad shirt going on.
1: I wanted to leave this for as long as I could because it's so dumb, but you forced my hand. (laughs) The console design, bless its heart. Like, I understand the reason why Scarf. It's, like, for venting. If you look on, like, the the sexy CG close-ups they give you of the console it's like the, the like the colors out they have ridges in between them to allow you to have airflow oh
0: that's cool but for the outside
1: it looks like seto kaiba <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> it do. it's like kaiba it's just ridiculous like i think what i appreciate i think maybe uh what's nice about the nintendo ones is they're just they're just a cube they're a cube or a rectangle. And a rectangle again. Or it's just the console itself.
1: The Series X is actually a ra- an oblong. It's literally yeah. an oblong. Like,
0: like what was what was literally weird?
1: just
0: that? Okay, like well, where was well, the PlayStation like when they did the presentation, like these things like whoa, I'm like, is it gonna be S-shaped? Because they're doing this a lot. And it's like it kinda is S-shaped.
1: Return but... of the PlayStation 3 prototype boomerang controller.
0: Oof. Oh my god. Do you
1: remember that from back in the day, the boomerang that controller thing prototype?
0: Was... I I really, I want to believe someone actually threw one, just to see if it would work out. It's like, alright, here we go. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> the ultimate rage quit prevention. Throw your controller at the television, comes right back to you.
0: That'd you be amazing. Make yourself some
1: money out of the television.
0: Uh-huh. I, if technology was that advanced, it'd be kind of amazing. It's <laughs> Like, no, dummy, don't throw your controller. Don't do oh. that. I think just... There's
1: a... Design, it's like, yeah, but what were you saying?
0: Just, um, and then what, Xbox is just a computer tower, right?
1: It, yeah, people joked it was a fridge. Like, it's literally just, like, a cube. You could yeah. stack them as bricks if you got some cement.
0: Nice. I think when it comes to consoles, I'm going to say the best console design has got to be the GameCube. Because it's literally a cube, and then a handle. That's it. That's a pr- it. It says what it is. And you can carry it easily. So it was like this is a pretty good design, and you can just easily stack a bunch of them together. Obviously you can't because the handle's in the way you can't do it perfectly, but you can stack a bunch of them. That's so pretty good. Hmm.
1: Although if we're talking design scarf, there is of course the new paradigm that both consoles are going to be doing, or at least Xbox is rumored to be doing with lock carts, and that PlayStation has fired the first shot on, and that is the digital only versus oh. disc versions.
0: I think you can uh... go- I'm curious, I feel like that's them ch- dipping in to try to get digital only for p s six. I feel like that's what they're trying to do. Like just like all right, eventually just phase out discs because physical discs just cost more to do. Digital, of course you don't have to worry about making discs. like that just cuts out money or right? like uh, costs. That has to be the reasoning there. People like the physical, but we're getting into generations that don't know what the hell that is anymore. There's plenty of computers that don't have CD drives anymore, so... That would just cut out costs. And that's gotta be the reasoning for that. Which will totally kill brick and mortar eventually. At least to an extent. You can still go there for random tat if you want, but... Like... I remember GameStop back in the day, it was just, you know, it was just games. And then over time, there's just more and more plushies showing up at GameStop. More plushies, more socks and shoes, clothing is there... They've become kind of a gaming hot topic in a way. That's what games have become. gaming
1: spaces, rentable computers. They've got a little bit of a PC bong thing going on.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a trip what they're, uh, what they're doing because, yeah, because of digital, they're just losing out on more physical sales. Also because their big what? Their big paradigm is use games. That's their big thing. That's probably another big reason why digital only. Because it cuts out used games.
1: And that's a good point, actually. Off-topic from PlayStation, uh, Xbox uh, announced this. They're doing a new thing called uh, a digital uh, it was I can't remember the exact brand name of it but essentially the gimmick is that whenever you get a, you know when you can buy a console, you usually get a bunch of codes for games? Now, they're phasing out codes. What they're doing is that when you put, like, boot the console up or put in whatever promotional thing it is like a disc like, that's got something on it or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when your game, like, Xbox Xbox Series X boots up, you get a thing saying, claim this game. Xbox is trying to kill the used, like, the code market.
0: Interesting. So it's just direct and, huh. yeah, I'm
1: going to actually try and find what that's called for you. because
0: I wonder how that'll work out in the future, just because, like, it's because, you know, Steam is very much a cody thing, and be- as long as Steam does codes, codes are just going to be a thing, as far as I can tell. Because yeah. uh, you also just can't do direct, like, when you just do direct, it just makes it harder to do giveaways, and gifting would be a bigger pain in the ass without codes, but it also kills G2A, which would be good, because GTA is a pile of crap. Um, so I don't know, shoot.
1: It's not Smart Delivery. Smart Delivery is something else. Smart Delivery, that brand name, is specifically uh, about buying a game from the last generation and getting it on the next one. Okay. That system. Basically cross-buy, like the usual moniker, Mm -hmm. for Smart Delivery. PlayStation 4's got something exactly. I'm trying to find the exact brand because it will be kind of important no, because of course if you're killing codes, like you said, gifting's a pain in the ass. For example, gifting on Xbox right now, I've got an Xbox One X, and I can't gift a game cross-region to my friends in the US. I can't do that. Vice versa.
0: I think Steam did something like that too. You can do it in freaking Switch though. Nintendo, you can do it. It's weird. Can
1: you go on Nintendo? Alright.
0: Yeah, like, Nintendo you can do cross-region. You just have to have a profile for that region. Like, if you're a Nintendo person, which uh, a, a bit of a disclaimer on it, if you have a Switch, you can have a Japanese account. You can also have a European account. Uh, you just have to put that this is your region for this other account, and there you go. But you have to be very careful because uh, if you do it incorrectly, it'll wipe all the funds from your Nintendo store because it thinks it's another region. So you don't want to have any any money in your Nintendo, fund. Uh, Nintendo stores if you do it or else it just wipes it. Which is a weird... I don't know what the why that happens. But if you want to have multiple regions, you can. Because Japanese Nintendo Switch stuff like uh, Nintendo Switch Online for Nintendo and Super Nintendo, different games on there you can play. So it's cool to do the other regions for that. And also sometimes Europe gets uh, demos before the US does.
1: Yeah. Here we are. Digital Direct, just for reference. Yeah, it's hmm. Digital Direct. If you, That's the brand name for it, and like if you, whenever you boot it up, you can just redeem. Like for example, they're looking at the, sh- the screen I'm looking at. You could redeem Forza 4 and Lego Speed Champions on the on the console. So Xbox is doing that. I'm not sure if PlayStation's going to do something similar, okay. or maybe Nintendo. But Xbox has fired that shot, uh, has shown that off in that regard, which is pretty important because that's codes going down the drain.
0: Yeah. The, well, the hardest thing for that is going to be logistically for well, advertising as well. It's gonna be a big pain in the ass there because I get codes thrown at me all the time. Like, it's talking about indie development. They'll tell Steam, "Hey, I need uh, I need a thousand codes." They just generate a thousand codes from Steam to the game developer, and the game developer sends them out to whoever they wanna they want to contact for advertising. Like, for example, um, disintegration. uh disintegrated. That's a new game that's coming out
1: from the Halo. From the old Halo guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember.
0: They sent me a code, and the way they had to do it was uh, they told Steam, hey, we need like 10,000 codes. And then they gave them 10,000 codes, and then they used whatever program to just... This line goes to this person, emails to this person emailed it. Like, they're just emailing it out to people. If they don't have codes, I don't know how they're going to send them out to people so that they can do LPs or or whatever to advertise their game.
1: If I had to... Fire off a shot in the dark as someone who doesn't into that. Xbox has implemented a battle tag style system recently. If you've ever played like a cross play game that okay. happens to be cross play with Xbox and you see a, a battle.net style name of like, uh, for example, I've got a friend on Xbox who is like Blady Blady blah, hashtag number, 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 number. Mm. That is if you make a new gamer tag. I've just got verbalosity still yeah. on Xbox. Without the numbers, because I haven't changed mine. But they're doing numbers now. So if I had to guess, if like hypothetically you were if I were to like contact someone to get a code, I'd give them my ID, my battle net ID or Xbox ID. And then they would send they would just flag the account for the game essentially. Digital Direct. PlayStation, I imagine, like PlayStation's always had a thing for keeping it traditional. Like if you remember way back at one of the uh, when this generation was being first announced, and there was the whole pre-order kerfuffle with Xbox One, where like they were doing like no pre-owned stuff, like renting and all that. Oh, yeah, and yeah. PlayStation literally jumped on it with a "Here's how you do pre-owned." Done. <laughs> PlayStation's always had a thing for that. So if this ends up being a case of no codes is bad thing, PlayStation may put that in her advertising, like "Hey, here's how you like get a code out of the box." Done. Yeah. <laughs> they may go for that again.
0: So, I, I guess we'll see what happens with that. I don't, I just don't like the logistics. Whatever's easiest for the people at the top is the thing that's going to happen. And whatever's the most complicated for people at the bottom is what's going to happen. I, I just don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, if it's only Xbox that does it, not that big a problem because it's only Xbox doing it, not everyone doing it. Now, if Xbox and PlayStation both implement it, then things have to change with how just that whole system works out. Although, then again, uh, Humble Bundle kind of has been doing that too, where they're like, they try to do direct link kind of things instead of just giving you a code. So that is something that's been tried before. I just don't know. Uh, Exhausting that topic, I think, back to PlayStation's thing. Uh, What do you want to talk about first? just branching the from
1: branching from old generation shenanigans to old generation games somehow coming back from the dead again the first game that was talked about at the playstation 5 conference grand theft Auto 5
0: all i know is everyone a game
1: the <laughs> a game released two generations ago once again rearing its head and 2021 release date for ps5 and they will be releasing a standalone GTA Online. I mean, that game makes literally billions of dollars, yeah. so why would they not?
0: Well, you get why, but you also get why people are like, where the hell 6? Like, it's been a while. 6 would be nice. Uh, I get like, I get that. Um, I don't think that was the way to start. I think the second thing was the way to start. Spider-Man Miles Morales would have been way better to start, not GTA uh- 5.
1: Uh, GTA 5 on PlayStation 5 for some reason. We were back at GTA back 5.
0: Dead. Yeah, so... Technical issues, Discord's not cool. Alright, okay, so... We're talking about GTA 5's back again. And... Okay, you said all your stuff something. So, I, I, I get it. GTA 5 makes all the money. It's a ridiculous amount of money it makes. But come on, GTA 6 already. Like, come on. I... It was not the way to start. We're, the PlayStation 5... Hey, let's get a game that has a 5 in it, I guess. Like... Why well, wasn't it Ratchet and Clank? Was the first thing. I don't. People are big fans of Ratchet and Clank. That should have be been number one. Or Horizon Zero Dawn should have been the or number even, one.
1: Or even start with what was shown right after Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh yeah. Like there's a whole thing with this, but just on base level, showing off a new Spider-Man game with Miles Morales works on so many different levels right now. Because not only Into the Spider Verse 2022 or 2021, that the sequel to Spider Verse. Yeah. Always popular. Then there's always like the you know the little like nudge nudge towards the Black Lives Matter movement right now. So show it starting with a good black protagonist. Always a good idea. Yeah, like you don't you don't have to go full destiny when they reveal Bolt Beyond Light and do an eight minute forty second pause. Just start off with your know, goddamn Miles Morales, one of the best Spider Men out there. But the game itself, I had issues with how they presented it, because there was all sorts of information muckery. Do you know about this, Scar? Yeah, what happened?
0: Just, I don't even know what's true, because when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, sweet, smart, he's getting his own game. And now it's it's a DLC, or it's a standalone DLC, like, um, uh, what's, ah, oh, Jesus, uh, those games where they have standalones? Um, uh, Far Cry, like Far Cry standalone, something like that. Yeah, I don't Far Cry, even know what yeah, it Far Cry,
1: Primal, Blood Dragon, to the respective games. Yeah.
0: Is it that, or are they giving more information? Uh,
1: that's that's the thing. So it, people assumed, like, when on the stream it was captured on PS5, Spider-Man Miles Morales 2020. So people thought, brand new game. Then a Sony executive came out and said that it was an add-on to a PS5 remaster of Spider-Man PS4. Hmm. Then the Insomniac Twitter account came out and contradicted that and said it's a brand new experience.
0: Well, even as a DLC, it's going to be a brand new experience. So, like, the problem with that wording is, yeah, brand new experience doesn't mean new game, doesn't mean not a DLC. So that is just actually worthless.
1: Yeah, let me pull up my Twitter real quick and double check my wording on that. But okay. I'm fairly, I'm fairly sure.
0: I just know it's a mess. It's, it's, it's all over the place right now with that, and it's not helpful. And while yeah, you're checking...
1: Not helpful to have kind of contradictory information like that. Yeah, okay, here we are. In some of their games, Marvel's Spider Man's Marmorales is the next adventure in the, in the Marvel Spider Man universe. We'll reveal more about this standalone game at a future date. Hashtag Marvel's Marmorales PS5. So, always drink more water, by the way, in these hot times. <laughs> Hashtag drink water. But yeah, to, it, it is a standalone game, they say.
0: Okay, so maybe you like Blow Dragon. Or it'll be its own game. I mean, like, an actual sequel. We'll, we'll yeah. see.
1: It is, the, is that going to be Spider-Man PS4 2?
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, all I know is it's uh, people really like that game, and having Miles Morales be a character, that'd be cool, so... Hm. Spider-Man's great, like, They can
1: even lean into Spider-Verse stuff there. Like, the game already had a neon-ish look to it in some places. Oh, yeah. Like, that... That's a perfect combo. Insomniac, kings of, like, wacky, cartoony graphics with Spider-Verse. It's like,
0: take my money. Someone put the main song from Spider-Verse on the trailer, and it was really good. So it it works. So there's at least going to be a skin from Spider-Verse in there, because at least they can do that. Yeah. And then... then Oh, what was it? Okay, so then was GTA... Cars.
1: Yes, cars. Car time. Now, the thing Grand is... Gran Turismo.
0: If it if it was an actual E3, which PlayStation doesn't want to do E3 anymore, but if there was, like where, the car would have come from the ceiling or from underground. The car would have came from somewhere. Or was it Xbox that does that? No, no, no. It's GTA, right?
1: PlayStation have done it sometimes when they did announce a new Gran Turismo, but Xbox did it more frequently because okay. they actually release... Like Forza games way more frequently than Gran Turismo does. Mm -hmm. The last E3, the same one where they had the Keanu Reeves, your breathtaking thing. (laughs) They literally had a McLaren F2, I think it was, come out on stage in darkness Uh. when they then showed the surprise Lego expansion. They revealed it was made of Lego. (laughs) So, yeah, so new Gran Turismo, full fat, not a spin-off. This isn't like an A-spec. This is Gran Turismo 7 by the looks of it. Yeah, and it party. Yeah, it party.
0: Gran Turismo is your way to know how strong is this console. That Gran Turismo is the way to find out. That's what you do. And oof, but they've never been my jam. But I, no, forget. I don't get it. Forget it. No, no, no. It's just it looks nice. It's you understand to an extent why people care about graphics so much when you look at that. Like that looks really freaking nice. Looks nice. Uh, I assume they try to make the car handling really good. It, it's GT. I'm I'm out of my depth here. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> uh, also out of my depth on the next thing. Ratchet and Clank.
1: Now, Ratchet and Clank, of course, brand new Ratchet and Clank. The TLDR of this presentation is, oh my god, new rule rule thirty four bait with the new Lombax. Yeah. And oh my god, loading times. I mean, it's a new Ratchet and Clank. I have played them, but I'm not a massive fan. The only one yeah. I've played was Gladiator or Deadlock, depending on which region you knew it in. Hmm. Over here, it was a glad... Uh, I think over here in England, it was Gladiator. In the US, it was Deadlocked. Okay. But um, yeah, like new female Lombax by the look of it from an, a Rift in... Because the whole game's gimmick is like Rifts in reality messing with the world. Oh. And also the loading times in said Rifts. This comes to a bit of a key point. In this generation, between both the Series X and the PS5, in my opinion, Scarf is it's not about graphics this year. It's not about insane infrastructure like online, but yeah, Xbox Live versus PlayStation Network when they first both came out on like PS uh like Xbox three sixty versus uh PS3. This year it's all about loading times because games can now expect an SSD.
0: Hmm. Like how Yeah, that's uh that is they better have SSDs at this point in time. Like, uh, that's just the new thing. That is also an expensive thing to have, which is causing all that the price speculations because of things like the SSD being in there. But yeah, load times are important because I, re- I think I talked about this last time. I remember PlayStation 1 load times. I remember sitting there for 15 minutes waiting for the game. And then you played it and it wasn't a very good game. And then you regretted for those 15 minutes. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were not. But yeah, I remember a load product. times being long.
1: A product of that, though, was one: we got some of the best loading theme tunes in the game, looking at you, Crash Bandicoot, and two: yep. some of the best loading screen mini games ever, looking at you, Shootable Now Loading Logo in Devil May Cry three. Yes. And uh, the I I've, I'm very curious because for those of you who don't know, uh, that both PlayStation and Xbox have confirmed this: there are going to be games that you physically cannot load on a hard drive for the system. They are expecting the SSD. Like, there will be games optimized for it. For example, Hellblade 2, that was announced for Xbox. That will expect an SSD. The game will be built expecting it. Which is why, like, Xbox announced they're doing, like, one terabyte SSD expansion cards and the, like, old-school memory card expansion slots in the back of the console, because you've got to have more SSD space. But if a game is... Because, of course, you can have an SSD on a PC. I mean, we all do have SSDs in our PCs. Yeah. Not everyone, though, but... but not everyone, but that's the point. Games on PC have to uh, have the floor be the hard drive, right, Scarf? But yeah, if yeah. a game is expecting an SSD, that changes the game immediately. That in terms of how they design things.
0: That's gonna hurt your bottom line, though. Like
1: every console's got an SSD minimum. Yeah, so yeah, you just I'm have just, to choose I'm just.
0: I'm thinking about the PC audience, like because PC is the biggest audience at the end of the day. When I think about it, hmm, that's the point. Actually. Everyone's got a PC these days. Not everyone's going to use it for gaming, but everyone's got a freaking PC these days. And that just affects the PC market, for sure. But if you don't care about the PC market, then there you go. But
1: Maybe huh. it's a case of just the PC being what it is. You just have them brute force loading times anyway by installing it on an SSD. It's like, and then for the consoles, you can, they have to expect. Mm-hmm. Because, you, and because the floor now for console is SSD because they have one minimum on it. Hopefully we don't get a game like Modern Warfare, which is like 150 plus
0: gigs. <laughs> Modern Warfare's
1: thing. a big girl.
0: That's the other thing. Uh, unless they want to go multi, uh, multi-disc, I don't know how that would work, like multi hard drives where specific things are on the SSD, other things are not. <laughs> how would that work? I don't know. But Because uh, yeah, you get a freaking 150 beast that wants to be on the SSD, get, go the hell, go away, go away. No, you're not happening, bro. SSDs are the big expensive thing right now That ain't gonna happen like I'm looking at getting like a, like some more SSDs they're not cheap. they're not cheap at all. Are you kidding me mm. um, SSD requirement is an interesting th- prospect. I just don't know at the same time basically like Hellboy. like one thing for sure is that all that that right there is gonna be very basically anything that has SSD requirements could not be ported to switch for sure. <laughs> guaranteed on that one. It's also going to be just because the next generations are happening, it'll be interesting to see how porting happens to Switch, because Nintendo, of course, has never been the the graphical powerhouse. They've always been more... uh, They go for more interesting art styles because of that. And also, they've just never been heavy on that. Like, example really quick has got to be the... uh, the port of... Uh, not Witcher. Witcher Three apparently is a really good port. Uh, the port of the one in space. They're not Bethesda. Oblivion, no, Obsidian, 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 space.
1: Uh, Obsidian. Prey.
0: Not prey. Uh, what? no, it's not Obsidian. It's no. uh, no. is it?
1: Yeah, if you're thinking Bethesda published in space, that was made by Ar- And you're talking about Prey. They were made by Arcane.
0: No, no, not Bethesda, Bethesda. But like Bethesda, always has them do work for them. Uh, they made New Vegas.
1: Oh Outer Wilds.
0: Yeah, the 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 Outer Worlds. Yeah. Outer, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Okay. By the way, apparently Outer Wilds is amazing, so I have to check that out at some point. But Outer Worlds. Outer yeah. Worlds. Outer Worlds is a really bad port. <laughs> like graphically it looks awful. So I don't know if they're gonna have to do like a patch to make it look better. But that also is partially on the company just how they can make it work. But it didn't look good. They didn't look good at all. So I don't know. Uh it I just thinking about just other aspects like well, there's PlayStation itself and Xbox, but just interesting, just think about the ripple effects on the other markets by them. Uh, Xbox, how it ripples onto PC, mostly. PlayStation to an extent, because PlayStation has way more exclusives to PlayStation. So you don't have to worry about it as much. And just also think about ports when the third parties happen uh, to PC and well, to Nintendo.
1: Two things though, Scott, I'd say. First thing, I think the SSD thing, it'll suck initially, but it'll be like when HD TVs first came out. Oh, yeah. I remember when the 360 first dropped, and I didn't have Dead Rising because I was too young at the time. I wasn't allowed to get it. But <laughs> I had friends who had it. And if they tried to use to play Dead Rising on a on an, a standard definition television, it like the text was all weird. Look, it was optimized for HD. And now these days you can't like play an Xbox on a standard issue television, I think. Yeah. So I think we're just in that next element of phasing out slowly over time. And I think we'll still have hard drives for mass storage of things. Like you like I've got a hard drive plugged into my Xbox, an external one, for like holding extra games. Yeah. But I think in the future just like getting a cheap SSD and plugging it in will be standard.
0: Yeah. Well it's think... gonna happen eventually. That'll be cheap. Like it's always gonna work that way. It's either size gets cheaper or the next thing gets cheaper, Because, so... like like, ter- of course, that's just how memory works. We used to have computers that only had like what, 50 megabytes, and games were in the KB area. And then sometimes you got a, a game that was one point something MBs, and that was considered big. And we just get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they get cheaper and cheaper. So eventually, yeah, SSDs will be cheaper. I just think in the initial jump, it won't be so great, but over time, it, yeah, SSDs will be cheaper.
1: The other thing I was going to mention, Scarf, I want to pick your brains about hypothetical here can you think of any nintendo uh, game on the nintendo platform you've played where the game could be fundamentally improved by having insane loading times and, and as an example from my end i've watched a playthrough of final fantasy 7 remake a lot of places in final fantasy 7 remake have awkward places where like cloud has to shuffle through a gap
0: <laughs> really you
1: know as the loading screen oh my god there's a ton of them in final fantasy remake with fast loading times, those are gone. You can just bolt through, yeah, like normal. You wouldn't have to have like convenient rubble for it. You've got to like work your way, like move through. It's just done. Can you think of a Nintendo, like an, a game on Nintendo front, like platforms that would have a similar effect of just being fundamentally improved by having quick loading times?
0: I can. Well, okay, okay. Loading times on Nintendo. Looking at the library really quick. What has a long loading time? Uh, Animal Crossing, animal- loading time's maybe 20 seconds, that's not so bad. You're just sitting there and waiting when that happens. Let's see, what else is another game I got in here that's got potentially loading times? Abaganda. Uh, loading times of that, not so bad. Loading times are like 10 seconds, so that's not too bad. In-game loading times, I think, here. Yeah, there's always, like, 5-10 seconds in-game where you're just not doing anything because it's loading the, uh, like, a I mean, usually it's when it's just loading the game, not in-game itself, if I can think about. Of course, that's Here's off the question. top of my head.
1: Animal Crossing specifically, right? Uh, I haven't played it, but don't you have to go through a tiny loading screen when you have to enter a building? Or a tent? Imagine if you could take those out and just have them be walkable buildings.
0: That would be really cool. Yeah, I think I think there's like a couple second loading time. Going to the game right now, just to look, uh, while we're talking. Um... Yeah, cutting down loading times, just... seamless seamless loading times are the thing. Like, that's really good. The best ones, of course, like we talked about this last time, is just ones where you don't realize it's loading time. Like the yeah. elevator in Mass Effect, or yeah, if you go through Rubble just for a moment, not too dang long. Uh... Cutting it gets down blatant things, in the
1: remake, though. It's blatant in the remake. Just so many that's of just, like, scooting. <laughs> like, like, I can... I screen.
0: Yeah, here we go. So, loading right now, just starting up Animal Crossing, it is loading, like there's a thing in the corner, it's loading, so maybe 15, 20 seconds just to load up the game. 20, yeah, and then it loads up the game, let take a look at going into things. Um, Less load times are always a good thing, <laughs> of course. Here's a thought,
1: I, I haven't played this series either, what is the, 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 the series Fire, Fire Emblem? Yeah. fire emblem doesn't have that doesn't have that battlefield battles and an over map right oh okay yeah. so there's
0: there's load times going into those maps so there's load times going into those battles and in fire emblem yeah i'm remembering now okay yeah fire emblem going to into battles has loading times there's no loading times in battle because that would be obnoxious but going to the battle it's loading times for sure say maybe like 30 40 seconds so yeah speeding that up a little bit would be nice Uh, But once you're in the world, you don't have to worry about loading. That's where it'd be annoying if you were loading in the world.
1: I say that because I'd have thought, imagine if you're in the overworld, you select the map, the battle. Instead of having a loading screen, the camera zooms in straight to the battlefield from the overmap. Like, that's the loading screen, is you just zooming in on the world, and then you're in the the map.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it's about like one or two second load times when you go in and out of a building. So yeah, okay. Hey, just seamlessly going into buildings would be cool.
1: Yeah. Elder Scrolls suffers from that, mainly because of the engine. Mm-hmm. But, like, anytime you want to go into a building, you have to load a new cell in the map. So, loading screen anytime, apart from huh. rare buildings where you can just open the door. It's been so, so long. Yeah, like Skyrim, like Bethesda RPGs, not only benefit from a new engine, but an SSD. Like, uh, Elder Scrolls 6, which is confirmed to be a thing for next gen after they do their space game, which is a name I can't remember. Starfield. Okay. Look, like, the SSD. Is gonna be huge in that regard.
0: Hmm. Yeah, for sure. With that, I yeah, cutting out load times is always gonna be amazing. I is always gonna be better. Um, I think there's I don't think there's anything to argue against that. <laughs> I think just cost-wise... cost wise, at most. Yeah. The the only argument Even... is cost. That's it. Um, but it, over Even time,
1: then, yeah. Like over time, and Microsoft and Sony will probably want to sit, like, eat a lot of that cost themselves just to get people in the door. Yeah. Like consoles are lost leaders half the time.
0: Yeah, right now is the uh the argument about that is everyone's like, well, well what's it gonna cost? People think it's gonna be like six hundred, seven hundred. Like, it can't possibly be. It has to be cheaper than that, because if it's not, well then you're just gonna die on that.
1: Do PlayStation you... 3 says hello. Yeah. Like, do you remember the cost of that back in the day?
0: Oh Jesus, what was it? Uh
1: and did... six nine nine, I think it was in dollars. Or seven, nine, nine, one of the
0: two. Ooh. I think
1: I'm actually gonna look that up.
0: The one that died, the like, very old uh, example is the Neo Geo. I think the Neo Geo was like 300, and we're talking during like Super Nintendo times, like 300, and it was. Well, I just gotta log it up really quick right now. Uh, how much oh, that yeah. really was. Six-
1: launch PS3 was $600. Well. It was a pricey one. Here in the UK, it was 425 pounds. Jeez. Which is one of the main reasons why our family went for the 360 at the time. Because the PS3 was absurd. Yeah.
0: Now, okay, here's the absurdity here. Neo Geo. 650. In 1990... uh, 1997.
1: That's when they discontinued it. Earlier than that. $600 pre-2000. What's that with inflation?
0: 1990! Jeez! So six (laughs) hundred and fifty in nineteen ninety is what they were asking for their console
1: for the Neo Geo. Like I understand, SNK fighting games are good, but not that good. What the (laughs) hell?
0: That was the console itself. What was the price of the games? One hundred to three hundred dollars for the games. What are you expecting (laughs) there? What are you? That's all right. Okay. I feel bad for anyone who bought that for their kid. Like, anybody spent 650 and then 100 to $300 for the cartridges. And that's, yeah, that's 30-year-old money. Like, that is inflation that's over 1000 for sure. So you could argue, like, yeah, like, <laughs> things should be costing more. But no one's going to pay that. No one's going to pay that amount for sure. That's just not gonna happen because it's it's not just like the, it's also it's value and also perceived value so yeah please playstation three costing that much yeah yeah that I think that's probably was a big turn off as well I'm pretty sure for that uh what what did i what did I have during the PlayStation three era oh I know I had a wii and a Wii u whichever one it was at the time because that was the
1: p s three was the wii p s four p s four xbox one was Wii u
0: okay so, yeah, the we we know what the Wii was at that time, I think destroyed everything. Yeah. holy crap, and it was the cheaper option, too, like holy crap. Like, and the Nintendo's, the play n- Nintendo has always been the best entry level, I think, because they're always the cheaper console, and they have games that is more for everyone, I feel, so that you, it's just better entry level, and then if you really want to be if you really want to spend some money, then you do like PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, Jesus, those prices. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, especially like now where it feels like there's more things pulling your money from your purse these days, it's even harder to just, because you've got, people are doing like streaming services and, uh, well, people got to eat and then housing prices keep going up. Like, it's harder and harder to, to spend, to justify gaming to an extent. So... Some of the things,
1: though, PlayStation have been pulling out do somewhat justify, though, because if we go further down the list on the PS4 show that they showed, yeah. uh, there was Project Athia, a.k.a. any game with project in its name is not coming out. <laughs> so, <laughs> ha. Yeah. Moving on from that. Uh, Stray, which was basically cat RPG set in uh, Neo Tokyo, which looked adorable as hell. Yes. Returnal, which looked like an isometric game, but is not. It's actually third with a weird camera. Based on constantly resurrecting.
0: Yeah, with the like, best then. title of the night, "Returnal" is Returnal. such a ridiculous name. Also, the... credit to oh. uh, the protagonist that just being some random white-looking lady, like some random white lady. You don't normally get that.
1: heterochromic heter- 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 white lady, like, ooh,
0: yeah, that's a nice. You don't normally get that kind of protagonist. So, like, that's interesting. Like, she just looks like a normal older lady. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not a protagonist you usually get. Like, wouldn't be surprised if someone who looks like Aloy or just a more younger kind of character, more adventure character for that spot. Instead so they had this, like, she's probably like an astronaut or scientist lady kind of person. It's like, that's different. You never have that kind of character. So, as okay. just being different, I'm interested in that and just the concept of the game itself. Also, I hope it's not a PlayStation exclusive. I have no idea if it is. They didn't say what's exclusive or not, really.
1: Uh, yeah, like some things are obvious, like for example, Sackboy, a big adventure, the little big planet spin off. That's that's gonna be guaranteed, like PS5.
0: I don't Uh, even remember what Destruction All Stars was.
1: Destruction All Stars, that was the name after Destruction All Stars was basically what if we take a little bit of Rocket League, a little bit of Fortnite, and a little bit of Twisted Metal and stuck it all together.
0: I totally didn't, I totally didn't remember that at all.
1: Yeah, it it was essentially a Destruction Derby-style game in an arena and color style that was kind of like uh, Rocket League, mm. but it also had characters getting out of their cars and doing emotes and, like, hipster dances, like Fortnite and it's made in Unreal, so it's got that Fortnite animation style.
0: Okay, that's interesting.
1: So it's 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 a mix of that. Then we have Oh My God, my heart, the video game of the show. <laughs> it gets it gets the Ori and the Blind Forest award. Mm, yeah. Owner Bridge of Souls.
0: Yeah. I'm the game really that
1: curious. has The game that's like, oh, is this like a cross between Ori and the Blind Forest and Pikmin?
0: I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious. It was really cute. I'm curious about that one a lot. By the way, Ori 2 came out earlier this year and nobody knew, which is unfortunate.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was low key pretty great from my understanding. Yeah. It wasn't my cup of tea, but
0: it didn't get a lot of advertising, unfortunately. I know I'm going to play it at some point. It just wasn't advertised, which is a weird thing because Ori 1 was. People went nuts for that.
1: Yeah, then after that, it was goodbye Volcano High, aka what happens if you took Bojack Horseman and made it a, a furry simulator instead? I'm curious, uh, like,
0: um, this is gonna be the Night in the Woods, Night in the Woods of this generation, for sure. Like, it's gonna be a teen angst kind of game. It's gonna be young adult teen angst for sure. Night in the Woods was that for the last generation?
1: Life is strange, crossed with anthropomorphized ooh, animals. Yeah, like, for
0: sure. And I, I don't know, that. I. I don't feel like that's my game anymore. Like I think I'm I'm generationed out on that. Although I don't know. Like I feel like it's it. There's gonna be a game for each generation, and this is the game for the generation after me for sure. I think this is the Gen Z game for sure.
1: Perfect segue scarf
0: because
1: mm-hmm. going oh, right back right. two generations. Oddworld, Soulstorm.
0: Oh my god! How Bruh, long has it been? That
1: came out of that came out of nowhere. For on the show, that was like out of nowhere. Award number one. I'm trying to remember. Oddworld.
0: If that got the biggest reaction out of me or not. Uh, I know we got a big reaction though out of me. I'm like, oh snap, Oddworld! What? It's mm. been so long. Like we got was it uh, new and tasty? How many years ago? That's the last Oddworld thing we got. And that was just a remake of the original.
1: Oh god, I don't remember uh, that. Let me do some rapid googling for you.
0: And then before that, I think was the Stranger was the last Oddworld game. And the Stranger was cool for what it was.
1: Initial release date: twenty second of July
0: two thousand fourteen. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Like Oddworld is just an interesting universe. It's a, well, it's an it's an odd world. Um, no
1: release date yet for Soulstorm. No release date yet for.
0: Okay, I am just curious about like it's one. It's that kind of game. We haven't seen a game of, of its style in a long time. Uh. I, don't, I can't, actually can't even think of... There are, there have been games of this style, but I can't think of any that have been in a big way like Oddworld has been. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I don't... I don't know how it's going to go, but it is Oddworld, so definitely excited for it. Oh, and then the next one! The-
1: Ghostwire! The game we were all curious about, minus the very happy woman who moved out of the team project and other things, but the game itself still looks fantastic. And a game thing. I'm not touching with a ten-foot pole because it looks horror as <laughs> shit.
0: The funny thing about Ghostwire is more people talked about her not being there than the game itself. Mm. That's what I noticed like people are really commenting on her not being there. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, she's great. Everyone likes her. I like her too. Um, the game itself, I'm curious. I just to you The character does
1: jutsu in the middle of Neo Tokyo fighting yeah. like like tall men.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't. I at the same time like I don't know. Like I feel like it could be fun. I also don't know at the same time. Right now, what would you call the, is a good like standard of FPS to you right now? Like a game that's just this is. If I'm thinking of FPS, this is a game I think of
1: Ghostwire Tokyo. I wouldn't put it in first person shooter. I put it in like a similar category in. But if I put Ghostwire in the same category as, ironically enough, Deathloop, which is also shown later on in the show. It's got like it's got yeah. a first persony element and some shootery stuff with the spells, but there's also adventury things like a Dishonored or a death loop. Yeah. So it's like in this weird middle ground, but it works.
0: I'm I'm curious what's going to happen with it. I'm not sure. Hmm. Then the Far Shore is that the one from Super Brothers?
1: Yeah, Jets the Far Shore. Yeah, it's a movie style action adventure. It might have been from then. I don't remember exactly, but it seemed like fine enough yeah, like I'm i kind of curious. blanked on it slightly but yeah yeah
0: then uh, we had oh, godfall then we had godfall
1: did someone say it on the far show before i moved on to it
0: oh no i had nothing i'm just saying like then okay. there's godfall
1: yeah the- godfall Ugh. looks fun <laughs> the trailer though the inappropriate music
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't even focused on the music I'm like oh this gameplay looks like it might be fun
1: if you watch it with the music muted, it looks
0: kind of hype. The, yeah. the
1: trailer's, like, really hastily cut together, mm-hmm. but oh god, not every game needs to have, like, Spotify Top 20 as the <laughs> backing. Like, no. Yeah, 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 Like, we 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 get it, you try and do the EA thing of cutting trailers together with music, but they do custom orchestral stuff, which is why it works. Yeah. It's like, uh Moving on swiftly, Solar Ash.
0: Solar oh, Ash. Uh, I think that one might be the Super Brothers game. And it's just a space game, so curious. Yeah. Oh, this might have gotten the biggest reaction for me.
1: Hitman. Yes. Hitman 3.
0: Hitman has been my jam my entire life. Should not be playing this as a teenager, but I did. And somehow I didn't kill everyone, so violence does not make you... Like, games does not make you more violent. Because that game would have done uh, it for me. Um. A Hitman. trailer also
1: with a popped collar. Well, oh, yeah. A trailer also with this a popped like, collar. He had, like... Yeah. Uh,
0: He's got to hide his bald identity. Yeah. Um, a
1: bit... They did show gameplay for it, though, oh, thankfully. Yeah. And it was a little bit of, of, like, Dubai, and it was on a huge tower. And it looks like you spawn in, climbing it. Uh. Okay. <laughs> what? Definitely a bigger scale.
0: Yeah, like, Hitman is... It's just a really good series, and I can't wait to see how this goes, because... It's gonna conclude the newest story, so I'm curious about that. And it's been going the the journey of Hitman's amazing, just because like they were a Square Enix thing, and then they broke off and did their own thing, and because of budgeting reasons, the story was done in stills instead of in cutscenes. And now I assume they got enough budget where they can actually do what they want to do this time. It's just been a very interesting uh, journey they've gone through. They've been they've been kind of like scraping along while being really nice looking. I'm curious what's going to happen with this newest one. It's going to be 20... So January 2021, my next LP in that at that point will be that one in the Wording it wrong, my next my LP in January 2021 is going to be Hitman 3. Straight up.
1: Unless there's a new code game, which is that goes straight on the back burner.
0: <laughs> They'll have to happen at the same time. I'm just... We're still waiting on the
1: Nintendo one. conference. We haven't had a Nintendo one in a while.
0: I'm surprised. I really thought Nintendo was going to cook something up uh, for... For just the E3 spot, just to be consistent, and Although, they didn't.
1: Considering that E3 has now been stretched out with Jeff Keighley's Summer of Gaming, that we could be seeing something later. Like they may just not have announced it yet. Like we could be seeing a Treehouse. I mean, we're seeing stuff randomly. Like today, like Shadow dropping a trailer for Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Bruh. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Because they've they have been putting things that would have been in their E3 thing. Pokemon Snap would have been in there, Origami King would have been in there, and then who knows? Uh, honestly, all they need is to just go like of 3 is being worked on, or uh what's the Samus? Metroid Four. Metroid Four. Yeah. yeah. Metroid Prime Four. Show
1: something for Metroid Four and you'd win this whole period immediately. Yeah. Just five minutes <sighs> of Metroid Four gameplay uncut, you win the summer of gaming in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm.
0: And the Kirby universe is is waiting for the next Kirby. Kirby has had a game every single year since 1996 or 1998. For t- so for 27 years, K- there's been a Kirby game. So those people can. are waiting.
1: Here's the question. Can Kirby overcome COVID-19?
0: <laughs>
1: can, can the boy do it?
0: Of course he can. Of course, <laughs> the, here's the other thing to keep in mind is Japan's getting hit uh, with the virus right now. So yeah. that's obviously affecting things. Because what's helping PlayStation and Xbox is they're not only in Japan nintendo only in japan so uh, uh, interesting Mm. thing i learned because i know a a guy who works for playstation and he was like well why can't i do work from home and it's just instead of the office it's just like well all our stuff is locked to the building server they're not gonna let him do any remote stuff so it is slowing things down for playstation a bit too
1: same reason the Alatraon DLC for Monster Hunter Iceborne got so oh, right. delayed it was meant to be out by now but yeah. because of they had to lock down and couldn't work from home because that's not how they do it over there it's like that got hard stopped and they only recently put out a message saying hey we're working on it again it's out in July so huh.
0: what would have been the most japanese thing to do and i'm surprised they didn't do it was okay everyone lives at the office for a couple months i can't believe they didn't do that i i would have i would have been like yeah that sounds about right <laughs> if they did that. But they haven't done that like they did the other one. Like, yeah, everyone's just at home right now. It's like, all right, okay. Space robot. No memory space robot. I don't remember.
1: Uh, You may know better by Astro's Playroom. Basically, uh... Oh! Yeah, Astro's Playroom. They had the Astro series, quote-unquote. was a VR game for PlayStation VR and then they turned it into, like, a whole thing. It's a platformer. It
0: looked cute. It looked cute. That's how I remember. It was a cute robot game. Now here's the one out of the, the indies that has me the most interested, and that is Little Devil Inside. Yes. That was interesting. Um exclusive.
1: Apparently this was Kickstarted back in twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah. I was like, wait a sec, this was kickstarted back then? I would have I would have donated to that. Jeez. So it is exclusive to PlayStation for a Limited while. Time, yeah. Yeah. That was the one game I'm like, please tell me it's not exclusive. Please tell me it's not exclusive. Please. Turns out, yeah, it will eventually come to PC. That one I'm very interested in because art style looks interesting, gameplay looks interesting, the story, what whatever they're presenting there, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I'm really curious. And it's it just looks like your guy who's just hunting monsters. Like he's he looks like he's just the Witcher, but in a different kind of universe, kind of thing going on. So hmm. I'm interested in that.
1: Then we have a pee break. Yeah, and that's what I call that. <laughs> Bug snacks. Then we had goddamn bug snacks.
0: Bug snacks got my attention. Okay, we
1: catching theme of the show.
0: Oh yeah, it's like bug snacks. I will. Don't
1: sing it now. Everyone's in everyone's heads. God
0: damn it. Um. So that one had me so curious. I'm like, okay, it starts out with a little strawberry. I'm like, oh, there's a little strawberry. Okay, that's cute. We can do like Pokemon with st- with fruits or something. And then the the safari person shows. it was like, "Hey, this is bug snacks," and they just straight up eat the strawberry. We're like, no, <laughs> why did you eat it? <laughs> dare you! And then they got a strawberry arm. I was like, "Well, that's curious." Okay, and I'm just curious. if it's gonna be like, kind of like I got I got like Viva Pinata kind of vibes off of it.
1: Yes, I thought PlayStation were making a run for their own Viva P- 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 Pinata style game, and I was like, I am so in for this. Yeah. We haven't had a Viva Pinata in years.
0: So the feeling I get from it is like it's like Animal Crossing, Viva Pinata, something around that area where it's just hang out, mess with the nature of with nature. And it's just one of those kind of games where your goal isn't exactly given to you necessarily. Like there might be some goals or things to do, but it's one of those just mess around kind of games. That's what it really looks like and feels like.
1: And yeah. then in a complete tonal shift in both excitement levels and the game Shuhei Yo, goddamn Yoshida decides to pull <laughs> out of his pull out of his bag the Demon Souls remaster. remake, no less from Blue yeah. point.
0: So for two seconds, so the first thing you see is a like a body and like a grasp going by, and like yeah. just the way how it looks. So when I saw that, because I've never played Demon Souls, when I saw it, like oh, okay, is this supposed to be Attack on Titan? It's a giant thing holding a body, and then <laughs> and then I see. Anything that then I see like some sort of monster or something or a knight, I'm like, okay, that's that's Dark Souls. Are we looking at Dark Souls for? What's going on here? And then it's like Demon Souls. Oh, okay, so the opposite of four. It's the it's going back to the the start of it all. Demon Souls. Yeah,
1: I, I was in a similar place when I heard the music start playing and we got those backgrounds as soon as the uh as soon as we saw the clergy walking along the beach and then the choir kicked in. I'm like, okay, this is either Elden Ring or Demon Souls remake that people are wanting. One of the two. Yeah and then when i saw the flute helmet as like oh this is demon souls okay <laughs> I, i've never played it but i yeah. recognize some elements of it like as soon as i saw the great cat the great knights the one with the humongous shield to yeah. slam it down like okay we demon souls now yeah time for world tendency to come back like mm, there's so many questions like are there, cause of course this is a remake being done by Blue Point studios the guys who uh, handled the st- uh the Shadow of the Colossus remake. Are they oh. how much are they gonna be changing it? Because you don't change mechanics in Dark Souls games. That is sanctum mundum. Oh. If they start tweaking things, people are gonna get pissed. So, but of course, it's a remake, they have to change things. Yeah. Some things in Demon Souls are just bad. Like item burden, for example. Not only is there equipment load, you can only carry so many items in your inventory. Oh. Like you can lose a mission critical item because you couldn't put it in your pocket and then you died. So there's gotta be like some <laughs> quality of life things here and there, among other yeah.
0: things. Uh, I think no matter what they do, there's gonna be outcry from some hardcore, because that's just what happens. You you will never be able to please the hardcore market, so don't even try. Uh, you should just try to make the best remaster you can make. And just do what feels right. Like, uh, make a game that you know feels right when you make it. I think that's the best way to do it. Keep the spirit. I know people want them to keep the cat, <laughs> So, in the original Demon Souls, the picture of a cat was just literally a picture of a cat. Just a photo of a cat.
1: <laughs> literally just yeah. cat.AVI. Yeah,
0: yeah. not not a graphical cat, just yeah. .AVI kind of things like that. <laughs> that might be an easter egg to keep. Uh, personally, I would just love to see it in a new engine. I mean, a new uh, mechanics. I feel, I personally, which people would hate, is I would like to play 1 and 2 in Dark Souls 3's mechanic just and what's the right way to word it dark souls 3 is the best it just felt the best out of the four out of the three for me gameplay wise it felt the best it just felt better two did not feel that great one is one you just accept what one is because well one's the start i just feel like things done in three style just feels better to me but that's me
1: yeah it, it's very personal and like for example for me i really enjoy ones threes and somewhat twos i enjoy all of them for different reasons but with demon souls it also has its own charm like for instance magic incredibly overpowered <laughs> in demon souls after in the previous games especially with miracles magic was kind of mean on to an extent unless you've got really high-end stuff yeah but Like you can one-shot a lot of bosses. Like you get the right flame spell, and you can one-shot the phalanx, the very first boss of the game, from what I understand. Wow! And on top of that, like uh, for example, there are certain like builds that you only get one or two shots to get in the game because crystal lizards get one life and that's it; they don't respawn. Little like crawly lizards that you can kill for rewards. Yeah, one life only. And then there's the whole subject of uh uh world tendency, the whole karma system of the game which affects the way the world is, and that whole, it's not tutorialized well at all. And then there's the content issue as well, the broken arch stone, a supposed sixth area of the game with a snowy mountain, supposed to be the land of the giants that people found in the game files. So there's all sorts of, like, Ooh. buckets. Uh, like no, There's all sorts of stones that have to be o- overturned by Bluepoint and decide what to do with it. Are they going to try and do some new things with it, or are they just going to basically do a Shadow of the Colossus? Because from I didn't play that. Did you play the Shadow of the Colossus remake?
0: I didn't play the remake. Now, uh, I have no idea. I,
1: yeah, from what I understand, they did add one or two extra colossi to the game. Not too many, but they did add some new ones. Huh. So well, they there is it, precedent you know, for the messing with it.
0: They had to give you a reason to buy it if you didn't really care about just rescanning the game. Like, uh, De- huh.
1: Demon Souls is special. They're just a the final thing because Demon Souls is on PS3. And the online got turned off a little while back. Okay. So it is asinine to play right now, because you got it—you can't backwards compatibility it, really. Mm. You've got to get a PS3, and you've got to play it that way, unless you want to emulate it on PC. So huh. and even then, that's an absolute ache to do. So being able to play it with online, hopefully, in uh, like current-day infrastructure, okay, that's a selling point in of itself, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I well, I'm gonna play it no matter what. I know that already. I just don't know what the results will be at the end of the day. Then it was uh oh, here's Deathloop. Uh Deathloop. Deathloop was style of the of the of the show for me. Like the style of that? That whole thing was pretty good. It is definitely dishonored vibe with swag. Yeah.
1: Dishonored with swag.
0: For sure. I I'm really curious about that one. The first trailer we got, like, last year, I think it was. When we got that last concept. E3. Yeah, last E3. last E3. The the sense I got was, I guess you could play either character. This one's like, no, you're just that guy. <laughs> and this lady's yeah. the worst one to deal with. I'm... She
1: could also invade your game as a PvP. That's player versus player confirmed. Oh, okay. You can invade so... someone's game as oh. her.
0: Oh. Now, that makes more sense to me. That makes way more sense. And I, because, uh, I haven't looked it up. The assumptions I made was... Maybe it's a learning AI... And they just learn to just figure out your tendencies... And always own your ass. So the more you it learn... It is the more AI as learns. well. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. It's just you can also invade someone's game as the woman. So,
0: so that makes it even more interesting. Invasions from her... That makes it way more interesting... Because there's going to be some really good players... Who are just going to make you miserable. <laughs> so I would hope for that... Players who are that good... You don't get a repeat of the same player over and over again. I'm hoping like when that loop's over, they go they just go to someone else's loop. And they don't you just don't get repeats of the same loop. Cause it would suck to be not so great at the game and run into a pro player and just get owned over and over again. That would suck. That would really suck. I'm just curious uh how long the game is? I s like, are there things you have to earn later on? To be able to complete it? Or can you beat it on the first run if you're just that good? That's what I'm curious about. Uh, What kind of game it'll be?
1: There's no way you on your blind playthrough you could probably beat Deathloop in one go. Because I imagine that game, with the the whole loop mechanic, is going to make it so there's some knowledge that you can only acquire with a death. Like, perhaps maybe there's some, like, glass you can look through like maybe you, there's like a window you can look through to see a crucial bit of information maybe like a door that you could blast open on the other side of a room but you die for something and then the loop starts again and you use that knowledge there's no way someone will beat that in one go yeah. people will speed run it probably but like blind
0: blind that's the thing i'm wondering like could a pro player blind just really good at mecha- just figuring out mechanics and just snap shooting really well Could they beat the whole thing? But that requires us knowing what the game is anyway. Like, There's always possible there's just you earn power or abilities uh, later on that allow you to do further things when you do the loop again. That's the one thing about it. I'm just curious about that as just... Because that would be interesting if you could beat the first run or not. I think it's more interesting if you can. You're just very limited in power, maybe. Because we saw he does have powers. He's got, like, Dishonored stuff going on, so... I am curious about that. That it was... Oh, right! So, when they were showing this, I thought it was an RE4 remake. Because they're showing, like, farmers and villages and all that stuff. I was like, oh no, it's RE8. Alright, okay, alright. RE8?
1: I... I'm a little eh on it, because... It is a continuation of RE7, and people enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was me, someone but, else, or something.
1: Yeah, it's the protagonist from the from the seventh game, Ethan. But okay. he, he, the villain in this is Chris Redfield. Now, question mark? I like, feel... where are they? And he's been redesigned again. <laughs> like, what's going on here, Chief?
0: I, at this point, I'm I'm convinced they keep messing with Chris's model just so that people talk about it. They have to be, though. Like, if you take it in a straight line, taking out seven, taking out seven because he looks ridiculous in seven, he looks like he's just getting older to an extent. He's getting older, he's getting buffer. And then seven comes in, he looks like he got, he he lost a bunch of age. It's really weird. Hmm. And then eight, he's like, he just looks like six bulked the hell up. Like, after six, after, uh, after, after losing all those soldiers and everything, he's like, what if I get tyrant sized? Will I be able to save more people if i become a tyrant myself? Because he looks huge! He looks like a fridge! In 8, he looks like he can handle the tyrant 1v1. Like, punching them boulders really bulked him up. That's what happened there. (laughs) 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 Freaking Uh,
1: 5! RE5, we both.
0: But, yeah, I I was wondering if it was him. And just what they, what happens in that trailer is a big spoil for 7. Um, I just cannot believe well, all right, we're an 8 because I really thought we just needed 4 remake I just guess well 4 is well it's villages and all that stuff because we just got 3 and we had 2 the year before And I was wondering are they going Go to skip Veronica um, not a lot of information was given like halfway through because people are like what is this what is this what is this and then halfway through you see the umbrella symbols. like oh, okay we know what it is now we definitely know what it is that's when I started thinking maybe 4 but yeah, it's a Resident Evil game, so I'll check it out. Oh, Capcom made this one, so Capcom, so two in a row yeah. from Capcom. Pragmata, the curious robot it, girl game.
1: This was a fun game to watch reaction streams for because I every single time the reaction streams went as follows: start of the trailer, Death Stranding two question mark Kojima. middle of the trailer when you start seeing him floating up into the sky and you see how the camera and the pictures dead space this looks dead (laughs) spacey what the movement looks dead spacey what's going on here and then when you get like into like out to the moon like uh what new title pragmata but it's made by capcom okay i'm down (laughs) i have no idea what this is because it looked like Death Stranding to start with, mm. then looked started looking Death Spacey just in the way the character was moving with the boots, like that sort of like three hundred and sixty flying orbiting Death Spacey yeah. movement, and then it's something brand new. All right,
0: <laughs> I'm down. I I luckily didn't have any of those feelings. I was like, oh, this looks like an interesting new thing, and I'm curious. I'm at least curious. I don't know what the hell it's going to be though. It's gonna be PC okay, it's gonna be on PC, so okay, I care. Okay. And then Horizon for uh Forbidden West looks really nice, looks very cool. The and... show Yeah, I... It looks so good. I remember when Zero Dawn happened, people were like, Well this looks really nice. This looks really good and it's like, Oh, okay, this is what it is. Like the techno dinosaurs. What the okay, all right. It was just so interesting. And this one looks interesting too, so I can't wait to eventually I'm... play the original.
1: I'm kind of mad because they showed off a returning uh, machine, that being the Sarko, the Sarko, basically, the crocodile. Okay. But then they showed off two ones, uh, like a, a, a Tetzocotl, Pterodon, flying one. But the star of the show, they made an alligator snapping turtle machine. Why'd it have to be an alligator snapping turtle? They're bastards. (laughs) I've got a friend who lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. And the only thing he is actually... He's not even scared of the alligators that live there. He constantly tells me about the alligator snapping turtles. Apparently they're dickheads. (laughs) They are grade A dickheads. Wow. And they even got the eyes right. The beady eyes. Oh, that thing.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah. Wow. Huge jaw that which a normal alligator is snapping to open bite through <laughs> metal if it's pissed enough. Dude. This thing's gonna like bite through trees, probably.
0: I feel like that should have been the start of the show. I really feel like that should have been the start of the show. GTA 5 somewhere in the middle. Or I think Horizon's a good
1: send off. I think Horizon's the good send off.
0: That's shitty. It is
1: the best graphically looking game they have there, and it's their, one of their flagships. It is the one you send people happy a home happy on. Aside from the actual end of the show, which was the console reveal, like final game, I think Horizon Forbidden West was fine. Plus, they have Lance Riddick, which means I get to make Zavala Destiny Two memes <laughs> in the middle of my game, which is great. I could just go indeed, and just ah, Lance Riddick, beautiful person, beautiful actor.
0: And then just and then the console, and then the console. <laughs> we already talked <laughs> about the console.
1: Saito, Kaiba, multiple, like, drive or no drive. Price has not been announced. That's important to note. No yeah. price yet.
0: Yeah. And then just the controller, just... Yeah, you don't have to be colorful as heck. It just looks boring, though. It just looks... <laughs> uh, It it does look like it's... this. Honestly, looking at the PlayStation stuff, all that stuff, it just looks like a portal skin of the actual console, whatever it was meant to be. <laughs> it looks like a portal skin.
1: Only legitimate complaint I've seen that wasn't just lol, look at the weird curves. Okay. Was the size. And I say that someone did some analysis of the size of the console based on the USB ports on the front, because of course USB is standardized. Yeah. So someone did like a side to side of all the consoles. The PS5 is bigger than the OG PS4. And that was a big console. Yeah. So. Is this going to be a problem fitting in some people's like television setups, maybe? Oh, if this is going to be a big console.
0: Well, if they want it to be strong, it's going to be big, too. So shoot.
1: Get rid of the noise issue, because PS4's biggest problem was the noise, because it got so hot, the fans went into overdrive all the time.
0: yeah, have
1: got to make it bigger. But the size could be... I'm expecting many Christmases when this console is delivered. They're going to try and set it up in, the, in their like, under the television, like, racks, and it's not going to fit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, it's going to happen for sure. Well, don't know what it is when they get the box anyway. Hmm. But... That's a big thing. I... I appreciate how small the Nintendo stuff is. Very compact. It's not, like, the it's Switch Lite literally
1: could just fit in your pocket. The Switch Lite's tiny, right?
0: Yeah, it's pretty, like... Yeah.
1: The portable exclusive one
0: it's a little bit oh, smaller. That's
1: the regular switch,
0: right? Yeah. So the lights like a little bit slight slightly smaller like. Yeah. A little bit. Well, it's not like it's a PSP. Uh You got you know, you'd have to have a big pocket. But like you'd have, you'd be like up to here in your pocket probably. So it's still hanging out, yeah. but still you could have it in your pocket, yeah. I don't think I'd have You're a right. expensive console in my pocket. But you can. Then again, you've got this $1,000 brick in your pocket. True. So. <sighs> okay, so there's going to be an Xbox one for the main stuff uh, eventually. So we'll probably talk about that yeah. one in the future.
1: Later this month or early next month, I believe, mm. when we're getting the first party stuff from Xbox. That hopefully should be good because PlayStation knocked it out of the park this show for the most part. Yeah.
0: So,
1: so Xbox, like bought all the studios like they something has to come out of them
0: oh yeah true they did I forgot about that they they're they went looking and they got to some good ones so we'll see what happens with that because I'd like to see Xbox do better uh good competition's important like PlayStation needs competition from Xbox because Nintendo runs its own race no one's competing with Nintendo because Nintendo's not competing with anyone <laughs> Nintendo's never seen anyone as a competitor it's amazing
1: And anyone that has tried to compete with Nintendo in their own backyard got slapped looking at you, PS Vita. (laughs) 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 It's like PS Vita versus 3DS. Which one do you want? The PS Vita is a lot more powerful, but the 3DS just kicks the shit out of it anyway. Mm
0: -hmm. And there's also the market, which would be interesting, uh, the VR market. See what happens with that. Like That could be very interesting.
1: No Uh, PS VR announcement for PS5 either.
0: Because I'm just remembering when, when Xbox and PlayStation tried to compete with Nintendo after the Wii happened, it's like, well, these are just not as good imitations. They were all right, but then VR in its own right is going to be very interesting. Uh, get,
1: gotta get the price down, in my opinion.
0: Like, that's the, the price
1: has got to come down.
0: That that is the it's that's like, the entry. That's what's stopping me from getting it is just the price. The price of entry is like what four hundred.
1: Even depending, like, I'll look at the price of PSVR now, but for a, like, the Valve Index, which I've seen some people argue as, like, the creme de la creme of VR right now. If you want to play VR the most accurate way possible, like, all of that kind of thing, is. That's like a grand, (laughs) the bundle on Steam.
0: Wait, and that's why they made uh, Fallout Out. I mean, not Fallout. Half Life Alex, be to show off how good VR can be. Yeah. And ah, here we are.
1: Uh, PSVR bundle for three four nine 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 at Best Buy in the US. <laughs> so that's like still pretty expensive. Like VR is naturally gonna be somewhat expensive always. Yeah. Because of the tech, but three four nine for PSVR, which is good but not great because it, it, it it's sits with the move controllers and the camera. It doesn't talk dedicated tech yet. Yeah. It just kind of jumps on, like it's like putting VR with the Kinect.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool it, concept. It's not enough. Like the the interesting thing is just is like, okay, it's going to be its own thing now. Like maybe PlayStation will do that with the next VR generation. Uh, since they didn't say anything about it with this with the five, but the, I don't know.
1: The only two games that I've seen that have really sold PSVR for people, in my opinion, on PlayStation was. Resident Evil 7 because apparently that game is the scariest thing on the planet in VR. Huh. And strangely enough, Tetris Effect. You know like the the trippy neony Tetris game. Not yeah. Tetris 99, the battle royale, Tetris Effect. Yeah, okay. Apparently that game in VR is fantastic if you're into Tetris. I'm not, huh. but I have the I have the soundtrack for the game in my Spotify playlist on loop basically. Okay. So next to Yakuza. So it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole of Yakuza, but we do not have enough time in this podcast to be talking about my Yakuza adventures. That's a whole other thing entirely. That's one thing that I really want to do. Yakuza is so good. Uh, but Texture's effect on VR, like, apparently is a, is a system seller for that. Those okay. are only two for me. Maybe other people have other opinions like say in the comments,
0: but... Like Beat Saber, people really like that. I I think that's the biggest thing is VR needs the games. Because you need ga- well, they're called system sellers for a reason. You need something that makes people, they must get VR for this thing. And I think that's just going to require the technology getting better before something like that actually happens. Or someone just figures out a way to work it with what's happening now and just make it really good. Because the hardest you part with VR is movement. That's going to be the hardest thing, always.
1: You know what I would love to see become more commonplace to help with that? Mm. Once COVID 19's over, or like the. The whole shebang. VR arcades, the concept. I've seen a few of them, and one or two have popped up here in England. There's more in the States. Mm-hmm. But places you can go to where you can rent a VR headset and a space to play in. In like a giant room. And there's usually like four or five squares mapped out. And there's like a selection of games you could play, like Beat Saber, hand uh, handguns, horseshoes, and hand grenades, the, like the gun simulator, and a couple other things. And I those Like If people can just rent a VR slot for like, hey, pay £15, get some VR for an hour. Try Mm -hmm. it out. And once, because I've always wanted to play Elite Dangerous in VR. Because I've played a little bit of Elite Dangerous on my Xbox it was great. But in VR, immersive, in Mm -hmm. space, oh, that would be the best. But I can't justify the price. But if I could get a taste of it, I might be more willing. Because once you get the taste of VR, apparently you can't give it up.
0: Yeah. Uh. So okay. So Vegas has been experimenting with it. Vegas has two different experimentations happening, or three. It has three different experiments. Four. Okay. They have four different experiments going on. One of them died out quick. They were trying to do hologram stuff. Didn't work out. Hologram. Uh, they were trying to do some hologram stuff instead of VR. Didn't work out at all. Uh. They have dedicated uh, VR spaces. They have like a whole like escape room-esque VR thing going on. Uh, And that's very interesting. And then they have a a bar and a VR, different cubes where you can play VR and just drunks playing VR. And so those experiments they've been doing right now, and I just never see anyone play them. So I don't know about that. I don't know. I really don't know about VR in a big space. You'll randomly see people do them. The ones that are most interesting to me has got to be the dedicated VR rooms. Like there's the Star Wars one. And apparently Japan has a Dragon Ball one. And that sounds insane. Like there's there's a Star Wars one that you can go to Disney Downtown. You can play and you put on like a whole suit and everything. And you're walking in a number of rooms and it just it's you, your buddies, the VR, the whole setup just knows where you and your buddies are and everything and you put your hand out and you really you really feel like you're in the universe that you're in. And so dedicated rooms VR is very interesting. You can't do that at home, obviously. Hmm. But just seeing where it can be taken on the high end is very interesting. I just, I gotta try it myself when, when, after the virus is over, just so I have a better first-hand knowledge of it. But it sounds amazing. Like, you really feel like you're in Star Wars. And apparently people play did Dragon Ball, like, you feel like you're really doing Dragon Ball shit. I'm like, oh, that sounds very interesting. Talking Dragon Ball. But, I don't know. Like, the, the biggest thing is, to, as technology goes forward, things we didn't think were possible become possible. That's just how it is. Like, because I'm a Nintendo person, just the concept of having a mobile console like Switch is amazing. Uh, the concept of just 2DS was really cool. The Wii is the big one, it's the biggest one. The Wii changed the landscape for everyone. It brought in millions upon millions of people into gaming. That's what it did. So that's really good. So we didn't imagine the Wii before we got to it. We didn't imagine motion controls before we got there. We didn't imagine VR before we got there. I remember the lies of the Kinect, though. Remember the first Kinect trailer? Oh my god, if it was that good
1: want to see it on the side of an avatar shoe <laughs> <laughs> dislocates foots bam! <Whabam!
0: laughs> oh man uh, actual things being possible compared to just uh you wish this was possible like i don't there's a big letdown when connect was like here's the things that we're gonna be able to do and then here's things we actually can do <laughs> Uh, and then actually seeing it like, cause Nintendo never did like, oh, here's some crazy ass stuff. And then here's what we can actually, no, he was like, this is what we can do. And it was just really fun and just cool concepts or just the nice thing about gaming is innovation. I think is what I'm trying to get at is we keep seeing things we never imagined. And then they happen. It's like, oh, wow, we can't even imagine this concept not existing anymore. And that's even within game genres. Like, say, like, just PUBG and Fortnite and the Battle Royale scene just exploding the way it did. We never imagined that. I remember when Fortnite first happened, like, this concept doesn't sound all that great. And then it just... Look at it! <laughs> look what Fortnite has become. Just seeing the innovations in general, we we go from, like, we can't imagine it to, like, it's all over the place. And so... We're going to see things with SSDRs and I'm really curious how far they can take that. And then whatever comes next. I don't even know what be, what the next thing can even be. Because what can you even... Well, it, you can't imagine until it it, it it happens. Where am I going with this? I don't know, actually.
1: <laughs> I've got more present worries. I just hope that both consoles stick the landing considering there's been COVID, like, COVID-19 production concerns. Of course, the factories in, like, asia are gonna have problems because you know you need workers together oh. so there, there was some rumors going around that like price may go up slightly or like then we may sell out Ala nintendo except it's not forced like it fake sellout it's actual production sellout so that could happen there could be some very sad kids come christmas
0: yeah, uh, I think there will be production limitations. I think we're gonna see a lot of scalpers. Like, yeah, like you said with Nintendo, it's gonna it's gonna happen here. There's gonna be a lot of scalping of these consoles. I am really surprised they're still going. They're still aiming for uh, holiday. I'm really surprised with that. I really feel like they should be waiting for 2021 because the whole damn planet got hit by this thing. <laughs> the whole planet got hit by it. You got people who aren't even gonna be able to afford consoles in the first place.
1: Remind me, Scarf, how bad was the scalping for Switch's initial release?
0: You couldn't find it! You just couldn't find a Switch anywhere! Because people were just buying them up! You just, everyone wanted one, they couldn't get one. They had to go to scalpers, and oh, F the scalpers.
1: Yeah, you really how bad were the prices getting?
0: Now that I don't know, because I didn't even bother. I was like, I'll just wait. Nah. That part I don't know, but I just remember people like, where are the Switches? You can't find Switches. And it's at the same time Nintendo's always conservative. They're always conservative because they don't want to make too many. I think Wii U really scared them. Because Wii U happened, so they got more conservative. Well, Switch has been a, a great seller, so I feel like when Switch 2 happens, they don't have to be as scared about it. Especially because, yeah, scalpers suck, and I'd like scalpers not to be a thing this time. So yeah, lessons from what happened to Nintendo would be very interesting to see for PlayStation and Xbox. What can they really display learning from it? Because they're in, a, they're in a different kind of bottleneck. I think Nintendo put themselves in the bottleneck, and this one, it's an actual production bottleneck happening for PlayStation Xbox. I don't think there's anything they can do about it. Uh, at the end of the day, what? why do they even care? They're getting paid anyway. Uh, their systems are going to get sold. They're going to make their money. At that point, it's just scalpers making more money off of that, which is very frustrating for the consumer. But for the producer, they make their money. So I don't know. Of course, they still need people to buy those things to buy their games.
1: I, I, I think they I'm should just, have pushed it. I'm, I'm just hoping things are okay like, with with all the consoles, Series X, PS5. I I'm I'm foreseeing a lot of sad kids come Christmas. Oh yeah, that's my final my final takeaway.
0: Guaranteed. I think it's guaranteed. There's gonna be a lot of sad kids coming Christmas. So, I feel like they, they should have just pushed it back. Just pushed it to 2021. Uh, but I, it's a big beast they can't really push back at the same time. Because you have games being developed for this point in time. But then those are going to get pushed back too because people are getting sick. I, it's a big old mess. We keep ending on downers. Thanks, Verb. Thanks. Uh, uh. <laughs>
1: Uh, we need oh we need we god. need something happy. We need something happy. Oh god.
0: Uh, well, the don't the thing to be happy is these. There's some great games that are gonna happen. There's some great games that are gonna happen. There's also a lot of great games that are happening right now that you can already play. <laughs> uh, whatever the hell, Horizon Zero Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn oh, gets the PC. Yeah.
1: Forbidden West. Forbidden West. We're oh. we getting Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. The-
0: Really curious about that. Uh, I just well, actually, I closed the PlayStation. It, so I don't even have it
1: anymore. Here's a happy thought that I can think of. What if PlayStation pulls? Because they're doing more shows. They've confirmed they're going to be doing more before release. Mm. Uh, I really hope that PlayStation pulls the trigger on their own Game Pass because Xbox Game Pass right now is some of the dumbest value in the industry.
0: Oh yes, it is. Straight up, um, the Game Passes are amazing value. Um, the Xbox. Pass is an amazing value. The EA Pass is amazing value.
1: Xbox, yeah, I I have EA Origin Uh and Xbox One, like Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass for Windows.
0: Yeah, blows
1: the hell out of like Origin and UPlay Plus. But UPlay Plus has their Uh, own thing as well.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're good value. Xbox is the best value. Xbox is the highest tier, and they're next tier. uh for sure, they're not on the same level. They're not on the same level, but they're still better value. Uh, than just buying the game? (laughs) Because of course they are. Especially if you're a marathon player, the Pass is just way cheaper than buying these games. Did PlayStation get it? I don't know.
1: I wish Game Pass was around when I was a kid. (laughs) Because Game Pass... I'm willing to put my money down on this. Yeah, Gamefly. By By the end of next generation, Game Pass to the upcoming generation will be the blockbuster that it was to us because if i had the ability to give my mum 5 pounds or like five whatever the price i think it's like 5.99 every month to get unlimited games on game pass monthly just hmm. download straight without having yeah. to like tag along with my mum on really boring shopping trips <laughs> to then drag her around for half an hour at blockbuster while i browse what i want to then go home with just two, to have to worry about return fees afterwards as well, Yeah. or even when a game comes out, like send her out to go get it for me, or we go out to the midnight release or whatever, versus just sitting at home and downloading it. I would have killed for that as a kid. Oh, yeah. Absolutely killed.
0: I think it'll become tiered, like how EA does it, But there's the gold and the silver or whatever it is. Yeah, I think if PlayStation does it, it'll be tiered because th- Xbox doesn't do tiers, if I remember at the moment. Like I have it, uh,
1: I... there's technically tiers because there's Game Pass and then Game Pass Ultimate, which is Pass and Xbox Live Gold bundled in. But that's, okay. that's all there is.
0: All right, because uh, obviously I have the PC version. I, as far as I know, the PC version is just the one because you can't really do the Xbox stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah, the Windows Store version or whatever. Which is so, is pretty good value. It's really good value. Like, I've just been playing... Yeah, I've been playing... Uh, It's going to take a whole year before... Uh, it, it would take a whole year of not playing anything for it to be... It costs more to have it than not have it, kind of thing. Because I've already played quite a few games on that pass. It's pretty good value. Uh, The EA one, not as... Well, EA doesn't have as many games either. But... Uh, I if still like think
1: EA, but sports guy, it's good value oh, because yeah. yeah, you get all of their back catalog of sports games, and if God forbid you've been sucked into their like Ultimate Team, uh, like... giant microtransaction wheel, you get discounts on that. But even then, like EA Access, what have I played off it? Uh, a Way Out, the co-op game, I played mm-hmm. that. I dabbled in a little bit of Anthem because it was free because yeah. it was on it's on EA Access. And like, that's about it. Maybe one or two extras, but that was about yeah. it.
0: Like if way if more a, on Game Pass. If you're a FIFA fan, you just need to play like two other games, and you've justified the damn thing. <laughs> that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, because you're gonna you're gonna buy that new FIFA game every year anyway. Can't I just? It's amazing how how much EA has abused FIFA. It's kind of ridiculous.
1: Oh, they've got so much money out of it. Like they've got England at the very minimum a stranglehold with FIFA releases. Really. Oh yeah. my lord! Oh, we can end but with that, this. That's a rabbit. That is a rabbit hole. I don't want to go oh, down. Yeah.
0: We can end with this, and that is the squadrons, the new Star Wars game. Really yes. curious about that. Uh, looks like it's going to be five v five space combat. So like hero shooter space combat. I don't not one hundred percent. Apparently, be...
1: has a story mode. There was a there was a blurb in the description oh, below yeah. the video, and apparently, it does have a story. So modern day X Men. Rogue Squadron hype, or oh, X Men, X Wing, <laughs> like X Men Squadron. Okay, that will be a crossover. Like X uh, X Wing Rogue Squadron, that'll be hype.
0: Yeah, I I can't remember if it was Imperial symbol or third or first order symbol uh, for the other side. Because uh, it,
1: it was a uh, first order. Like, okay. the helmets were pretty first order.
0: Okay, so it's gonna be like between six and seven or mid seven through nine. Something like that. You might run into Poe. You're definitely going to run into do multiple
1: errors. Because I mean, they're going to do multiple errors easily, though. Ooh, because yeah. who doesn't want to fly in one of those really weird CIS spiders? Oh yeah, and, like fly that and then land like that, like they like that whole landing thing. And then there's the giant floating orbs, and then there's all sorts of things. Jedi fighters from the from the prequels. Then you've got like flying cool. in the and like prime Millennium Falcon.
0: It would be really cool if they did across the generations. That'd be even better. Uh, assuming though I, I think I, I assume they'd be more focused the story's gonna be seven through nine or somewhere around that era for sure. But the gameplay itself, if they have if they let you do that, like more creatively, stuff like that, probably be DLC. Let's guarantee it's gonna be DLC. Um They could go nuts with this thing. They really could. It'd be fun to see a bunch of different fighters for sure. Um what does date it a little bit is well obviously you see TIE Fighters and X-Wings, so that does date it. Well interesting Easter egg for people who, who watch Rebels, there's a character from Rebels, at least it looks like it's a character from Rebels there. Uh the the Twilight looks like she's Harrison Doula. At least that's what it looks like to people who's from the Rebel show. Hmm. Um I am just at least very interested. I'm really bad at space combat games. Really bad. I'm gonna get destroyed, but I am curious to play it, and I hope it's good. I, I think they learned their lesson after Battlefront 2. But they might not. <laughs> Could be wrong. Maybe. The the thing is, after Battlefront 2 and now Fallen Order, which apparently is really good, I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna finally play it at some point. Uh like Fallen Order is like Star Wars Dark Souls, is my understanding we got squadrons it'd be interesting to see okay that's good news it'd it'd be interesting to see if they learned their lesson or not because battlefront 2 did not go well fallen order went very well it sold extremely well so will squadrons be more battlefront 2 or more fallen order that's the question there i feel like the story might be fun but it's all about multiplayer and we know how ea is about multiplayer we definitely know how ea is about multiplayer. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping it's gonna be really fun though. So I guess we'll end it there. We can just keep going. So where can everyone find Verbalocity again?
1: Uh universal branding being a wonderful thing, just literally anything with the velocity, like Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube technically <laughs> even though I'm not a YouTuber by trade. Like just yeah. Just search for velocity you'll find me.
0: Alright. Anything you want to shout out before we head out?
1: Uh, not much off the of my head. I've got tournaments that I usually will advertise close to the date on my Twitter. So, in terms of shout outs, just keep an eye on my Twitter, at Velocity. Uh, I do most of my communicating on there. So, anything I'm doing will be talked about on there.
0: All right. Okay. So, this has been basically a podcast. And expect Verb after the Xbox uh, main stuff comes out at some point. Don't know when it's going to be. Three, but...
1: Return of the Weird Shows.
0: Yes, and then we'll talk about that stuff for sure. Uh so it is I am Oscarf. Thanks for coming by. Hope you had fun. I think we had fun talking, and that's what it's all about, is it? Having fun. Thanks, come by and see you next time.